can't believe you talked me into taking the podcast on a camping trip. This is a lot of equipment to be lugging around. You're fine. Besides, this isn't just a camping trip. We're going to catch the fucking Blair Witch, dude. On audio, of course. I mean, this is a podcast. You're, you're right. You're right. Uh, high on the prize. Let's, let's break out the map. Make sure we're heading in the right direction first. I know not of this map of which you speak. Oh, you're kidding me. We're dead. We're going to die. It's all right, man. I was a Boy Scout. You're going to have to trust me. We'll be fine. Uh, that's fair. Well, let's let's eat, and I guess, and then we'll worry about catching the witch. Eat? The food? In the backpack? The, <laughs> the backpack with the food? I've never heard of this backpack. Oh, God damn it! we're dead. It's all right, man. I'm just fucking with you. We'll hunt and we'll forage for food. We're not some pussy city boys. I don't know how to hunt. We're fucking dead. But we'll die of starvation, not from the witch. So, winning! Oh, man. Not, not even a cracker? A gum? A stick of gum? Not even that? Not a single fucking marshmallow, dude. Uh... Uh, come, come to think of it, maybe I am feeling a little peckish. Hello, and welcome to the Horror House Podcast. I'm Dave. And I am Chris. And this week, uh, if you couldn't tell from our glorious uh, intro to the episode, it, it's all about the Blair Witch Project. D Dave, is it project or project? Hey. First off, before we get project? into the meetup. I've never heard it. Project means to like put it out there like with force. Project your voice. Project is like something you work on. So I think it's project. I have some teachers I need to apologize to later. Anyways. Uh, Don't apologize. <laughs> we've got, we. Uh, it's kind of a big movie in a way like it there was some shit around this movie at the time so there's some stuff to discuss uh but first uh what you've been up to any movies any any cool shit that you want to share with the class before we get get into this so uh we just got back from vacation we went to vegas and we went to san diego and uh we didn't hit, I had a list of like seven haunted places I wanted to take in in each spot, but uh, we really ran out of fucking time. Like we, we really got two good days in each location and then the other days were travel days. Uh, but we did hit a bar in San Diego called the Werewolf Bar in uh, Gaslamp, the Gaslamp section of town. Okay. And man, this place was cool. They had gold werewolf heads on the wall. They had these giant pictures. They were really pictures of various sizes that uh, had like werewolves eating fries on the hood of their car and a werewolf nice. driving his car. It was very teen wolfy masks, and I appreciated <laughs> it so much. Uh, they had a cool jukebox with a sign that said, if you play a song that kills the vibe, management reserves the right to end your song and <laughs> refund your money, which I, I thought was great, you know. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, that jukebox should only play Surfing USA by the Beach Boys. 
And, you know, because the Teen Wolf, it's very... It would be appropriate if at, at the least that was like every third song, it just played that no matter what yes. you selected. And people were like, what? You, it, 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 oh, I wanted a, Sweet Caroline. And it's like, fuck you. It's like when Surfing USA comes on, everybody has to jump on the table and pretend they're surfing on top of a van. That's like the unwritten rule. They probably yes. don't want you doing that on their tables, but in my brain, it's amazing. Right. <laughs> I'm there for it. Every... Every waitress should have a name tag that says Styles. <laughs> that would be great. The entire the entire back hallway and bathroom was wallpapered with covers from the comic book Werewolf by Night. It was fucking fin- fantastic. I've never. How long has this place been around? Do you know, I've never heard of this place. Granted, uh, I'm not well traveled. Seven but. or eight years, I think. Huh. They had a. They had on the. On the outside facade of the building, up mm-hmm. high, they had a giant painting. That do you know the uh, part of the Sistine Chapel painting where God's finger is reaching down and Adam's finger is reaching up and they're just barely touch, not touching, but they're like, right, right. He man is making contact with God. They have that, just the hands, but one hand is a human hand and one hand is a werewolf hand. <laughs> and, Everything about this place was just super cool. The the girls working because uh, we had breakfast and were you know doing shots and drinks by nine a.m. It was fucking vacation. Nineties <laughs> uh, gangster rap playing all morning long. Wow. We ate there. We drank there. They had a breakfast shot that was like four ounces of alcohol with a stick of bacon in it. They had a breakfast food they called werewolf balls, which was <laughs> breakfast hush puppies. Uh, this place was fantastic. The girls were great. Uh, one of the girls, our waitress, came over. She gave us free shots of peanut butter bourbon. Free uh, shots? Free shots of what? peanut butter bourbon mixed with cranberry juice. And it tasted like a fucking peanut butter and jelly oh, sandwich. That's where my and brain. I, yes, I started. I started yes. heading down that path. I like it. It was good. I, I'm buying it. I'm buying it, man. Oh. It, was, it was fucking fantastic. Weren't you talking about peanut shout butter? Out to, shout out to everyone there. It was great. Weren't you talking about PB and P or uh, peanut butter bourbon just a week or two, a couple weeks ago? I don't even know yes, if it was on the yes. show. So. Um, Angie and Jeff bought some, but they didn't like it. Um, and it was the oh. same kind. It was screwball, which, interestingly enough, comes from San Diego. It was first peanut butter bourbon was first invented in San Diego. So, okay. um, they have a bottle they didn't care for that she's said, you know, if you want to try it, I'll give it to you. I was like, ah, oh, I've been trying, I've been dying to try it. And then we go there and we got free shots. I, I was the only one that really, really liked it. Mm-hmm. But I'm also really, really like peanut butter sandwiches, peanut butter and jelly. Right. I, if I, you didn't know, it, your sister might be an alien based solely on the fact that she doesn't like peanut butter and jelly. But she will get a piece of bread and put peanut butter on it and fold it in half. And then she'll get a piece of bread and put jelly on it and fold it in half. <laughs> and she'll eat them at the same time, but separately. I didn't know that. <laughs> So I think she's an alien who doesn't quite understand peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. She, she's my sister, and I think you may be right. <laughs> I, I'll have to I'll have to ask her about this next time I see her. 
Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. I, I, Bro, I love her, by the way, but, yeah, that's fucking weird as fuck. Wow. Wow is all I can say. Owen Wilson was here. He would he would be too dumbstruck to, to see even say that. Wow. I'm saying it for both of us. Wow. So did you watch wow. did you watch the trailer, the Halloween Kills trailer yet? I have not. I have not. I'm a slacker. It, it is ho. Oh, holy shit. I think so, uh fair warning. Some people are like, spoilers, man. Spoilers in the trailer are everywhere. I, I, granted, I have the memory of a of a goldfish a lot of the time, so I I forgot a lot of the details. So that works out for me in trailers and stuff. But I just saw a lot of a lot of murder is the main thing. So it's going to be the time for a while. For a while, and still some um, trailers were bad for spoiling, but. I think everyone is starting to catch on to Marvel. Marvel does a fucking great job. The MCU does a great job of one changing shit digitally so that what you see in the trailer is not exactly what you see in the movie. And they'll even fuck with you and put shit in the trailer that they take immediately out just to be like, let's fuck with them. They'll never know. Yeah. Yes. And I love it. I love it. But did you you ever see that thing? But I also like... Go ahead. I I also think that other movies are good at this too, where what you see in the trailer isn't quite what comes in the movie, even if they don't like change it or take it completely out. Right. The movie makes things seem like they happen in chronological order, but the bits and pieces of the movie you see in the movie you in the trailer usually aren't actually in chronological order. And then it's funny enough, the last episode uh, on us where we talked about and. Uh, how did I say that word wrong? Uh, uh, Anita Bellum. <laughs> Anti Bellum was Antibellum. Uh, had uh, had some trailer things that uh, threw some people the wrong way to where they come out of the movie being like, uh, no, no, thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, which I Matt, I, I wouldn't want Matt to know. used to when when Matt was a kid, the Spider-Man starring Tobey Maguire trailers, <laughs> every single one he would watch it and be like, "I don't want to watch that. Spider-Man dies. Spider-Man dies. Uh, Spider-Man's not going to die, dude." <laughs> yeah, I saw the trailer. Spider-Man dies. Every fucking single one. Yep. Uh, I hope he still does that with the other Spider-Man movies. Just it, don't wouldn't it just make you feel warm inside to know that he still yes. thinks Spider Man's dying in every movie? <laughs> Far from home, he's like always oh, dead. But where it's where it's Tobey Maguire, where it's not his childhood Spider Man, he's not that into it. He just sees it on TV. He's like, oh, Spider Man's dying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so J- Jake the Forehead Gyllenhaal killed Spider Man. Okay. <laughs> uh, Donald Darko, you mean? Did you, Donald Darko. I I, I, I call him by that. his proper name. <laughs> so how about this is his biblical name as it appears on the Sparks of Jacket? Yes, Donald J. Darko. Do you want to? How about we go to an ad real quick? We'll come back and talk about uh, some people getting lost in some woods. Let's do it. 
All right, that was a great ad. Uh, if you like that ad, if you like what we're doing here at the podcast, or if you don't like what we're doing at the podcast, or you have something particular you want to hear us do in the future, hit us up on our socials. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Sweetness. And I am at Chrysercist. You can also hit us up at Whorehouse2, the number two, on Twitter. Uh, if you're into the email, you can hit us on the whorehousepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the Whorehouse page on Facebook. Or you can leave us a good old uh, voice message if you go to anchor.fm slash whorehouse. You can let us hear your uh, sultry tones, if you will. Be like, I hate you guys so much, but we'll be able to hear it and be like, dang, they got a great voice. Or, yeah, hit us with a little serenade. Tell us, oh, yeah, whorehouse, I love you so much. I killed my family. <laughs> I don't want to be an accessory. Yeah, well, I mean, we're going to fucking turn you in, man. Don't do that. But, you know. It'd oh, be, man. It'd be neat to hear, you know, you confess all the voicemail. Uh, so, yeah. The Blair Witch Project. Uh, let's, uh, let's start there, man. So, what made you choose this movie? Uh, this movie, going all the way back, goddamn, twenty-two years ago. This movie, I can only remember a couple movies being in school, horror movies that had any kind of buzz around the other kids when I was in school, and. One of them was the first Scream movie. One of them was the third Scream movie, which uh, I still don't understand why that one was getting such a thing, okay. but it did. Uh, and the other one was, and probably more so than both of those put together, was the Blair Witch Project. And I, I, I mean, this was as the internet was kind of becoming a thing, but not really a big thing yet. And for where I was, it was kind of all word of mouth. I saw something on MTV like a year before it came out into theaters, some maybe somewhere around there, maybe not quite a year. And I just remember them talking about it and being like, what the fuck? They went out there with video cameras and did this shit? I was like, that sounds crazy. I'm ready to watch this. And then that's what It's the... easy to forget now. It's easy to forget now that there were people that legitimately thought that this was like real... Yeah, footage. Like they, the idea of a found footage movie had never occurred to them before. Yeah, and that played so much into it. the The whole mystique of it. It's like, is it real? Because I remember going to get this movie. Uh, I didn't watch it in the theater. I kind of kicked myself for not watching it in the theater. I got it on VHS like the minute it came out, and I still distinctly remember leaving school that day, driving to Sam Goody and getting the VHS of it and then watching it that night and like the sun's going down because you know the day turns into night and the, everything and it just the vibe and everything was perfect and the whole time i'm like is this fucking real is this fa is this acting what i i i was i was i didn't know i didn't know i believed it was it, it's actors the whole time like leading up to it but watching it you know the, that little thing in the back of my mind i was like shit i don't know and that made it that oh. I mean, 
you can uh, you can kind of forgive people because the found footage craze came after this. I mean, this movie started mm-hmm. that that found footage craze uh, craze that continued with paranormal activity yeah. and paranormal activity two and paranormal activity three and paranormal activity four and paranormal activity five <laughs> and paranormal <laughs> activity the ocho but i mean you know the only other thing like this was a few years earlier with traces of death which was real snuff film footage there was so, a oh shit i wish i'd have wrote it down there is a ufo a movie that was early 90s I, I I think I'd known about it but I never watched I still don't watch it but it was a found footage thing like I think even lower budget than Blair Witch if you can believe that and I, I fucking I can't remember the name of it god damn it but it's it's out there I don't know that they took inspiration from it though I mean, I guess there's that and maybe one. Some people say that Cannibal Holocaust is a found footage movie, and I guess they're right, but I don't really agree. <laughs> I, I haven't actually seen it, so I, I can't say. We may do it one day. Um, I just what do you call it. Alien Autopsy? Found footage? Uh, I think I, it, I guess I think it to, differs right? in one... Yeah, I mean, it is found footage, but it, it differs in the fact that alien autopsy is actually meant to fool people. Like, it's not like, right. oh, we're going to make this movie that looks like... No, like, gullible people, are they're, that's who they're preying <laughs> on for alien autopsy. I, I don't think that was the goal of Blair Witch. I think they was just, hey, you know, our At least initially, not very right? good. And, yeah. I think I think they fell into right. it and then leaned into it and uh, well I say that but I mean the actors went on like the tonight shows and shit at the time so I guess maybe they weren't trying to hide it all that much. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't really think they were trying to hide it. I think that it did create a quite the, the buzz though. People are dumb. Yeah. yeah. And I'm um, going to go back to one of my favorite quotes is that if you think about how dumb the average person is, <laughs> and then you understand that half of the people are dumber than that. Right. Is that Carlin? Yeah. Is that George Carlin? I it sounds, think maybe that's Carlin. Reminds me of him, at least. Uh, I remember at D- the Kiss movie, Detroit Rock City, came out around this time, too, which I did go to see it in the theaters. <laughs> Um, but I was going to see it. And one of my aunts was like, is that the movie where people in the audience are throwing up because the camera's so bad? And I'm like, what are you talking about? I didn't realize at that moment that she was meeting the Blair Witch Project. I don't know how you get to do confused, but I just thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> Plus, I got to yeah, talk about I, this. I don't, did that really happen? I don't know. Did that know. really happen? I heard it from... I mean, I know it's shady cam sometimes, but... I, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. Some, some people get motion sickness from the wrong camera on a video game. So I guess anything is, is possible, but I've certainly watched terribly shot ones where I'm like, I don't want to watch this, <laughs> but not to the yeah to the degree of like, oh, I can't handle this. I'm going to tell uh, you. I hate watching someone play a first person video game. If that, if that's the anything similar, because I, I guess I do get a little motion sick. Mm-hmm. 
like my brain is saying okay go left and they'll go fucking right no and it's like oh there's this discordance in my brain that i don't like it uh, that rack. I, don't like it at all. I like those moments when uh, like we're playing Call of Duty or something drunk and like I'm completely drunk and like I'm spectating you or Tim or somebody but like your movements will match my fingers and I don't realize I'm dead immediately and then once they stop <laughs> matching it becomes a whole like what the fuck is oh fuck I'm dead <laughs> those are always real weird moments so I, I get it. I understand. I can understand that. Good times. Good times. <laughs> what did you think? Uh, um, this movie was. Go ahead. Well, I, I was just going to point out that you know the movie was shot with a budget of around sixty thousand dollars, and returned something like was it twenty eight million dollar box office. It. It wouldn't surprise me, and that that's in nineties money. So I, with, right. I mean, but it's a it's a ridiculous return yeah. on investment. So. Yeah, and I mean, the I didn't watch the oh, credits for. I'm I sorry, actually, sixty thousand to make sixty thousand sixty thousand to make two hundred two hundred and forty eight million dollars uh, made back. There you go. And I mean, if you, the people, the the crew for the movie was your actors. So I mean, all the people you don't have to pay. <laughs> Are gone. You don't have to worry about right. catering and I, fucking best boy grips, yeah, so, whatever uh, grip is. Heather, Josh, and Mike really went backpacking in the woods. So yeah. this isn't like, oh, they're in the back, they're in the backyard somewhere, and a big film crew's following them. Though no, they really had handheld cameras, and they were really in the woods. And um, the director, it was unscripted. Now, he had an idea of what he wanted, but it was more of a storyboard than a script. Mm -hmm. And the actors would get a message telling them where to go using their GPS tracker each day. And, And each person would also get a little bit of hey, we want you to talk about this or we want you to hit these points. Mm -hmm. But they didn't share them with the other actors. So that if Heather said something, Mike and Joshua's reactions would be very natural. And when um, Josh is removed, or not Josh, is it Josh? Fuck. Josh was the boyfriend. Or the ex-boyfriend. When he disappears, or when he's taken, yeah. yeah, when he's gone, they didn't t- like they just took him out. They're like, okay, you're out, and then left those two, which would have, uh, if I was one of those actors, and then started to th- wonder, like, am I going to be out here by myself if they take him? <laughs> I would have started to have a little bit of right, anxiety. Right. So that's intriguing to think about it's like oh shit I don't if I was acting I don't know if I could the acting may have been actually very easy because I would have started to have been like don't leave me please please don't leave me (laughs) not out in the dark in the woods when the when the little bit of crew that there was would would beat on the outside their tent Mm -hmm. walk around in the woods outside the tent um, the actors didn't know that was going to happen and then it happened Making the little stick figures, stacking yeah. up the rocks, all those things were very uh, unbeknownst to them until it happened. There was actually a funny story I heard about the bundle with Josh's teeth. 
So did you did you come across the same information that the teeth were actual teeth? Yes. Yep. Yep. From a dentist that or he something. Got from a dental dentist. Uh, yeah. But Heather finds the bundle, and she didn't know what it was. So you can they it's still in the film. <laughs> yeah. She like grabs the bundle and walks off with it and drops it away from their tent because she doesn't know what's in it. And then only later, a little bit later, does she go back to it and open it up. And that was because they actually had to come in and say, hey, hey, Heather, <laughs> you're supposed to open that up. And then she opened it up and saw the teeth. I, I think they wanted a better visual of it. It still didn't, didn't come. Yeah, it didn't come across for me at all. Because I remember even watching no. it back in the day, being like, rewinding it after the fact and being like, what the fuck was that? Is that... I just having no idea, so. <laughs> but I, it kind well, of works because you're when like, I what, knew the, it what was could a it tooth. have been? Yeah, even when I knew it was a tooth, I didn't know it was a tooth, if you know what I mean. I knew it was mm -hmm. a tooth in my head, but watching it, I'm like, it doesn't really look. And she never tells Mike, like, hey, by the way, that bundle that was suspicious <laughs> had teeth that might be Josh's. No, right. she never, you know, she just right. kind of moves on. Um, the, the whole look of the movie is, I forgot. I mean, it's, you know, 4k, you know, ultra HD. This is not there. <laughs> it's grainy and dark. And you know how I kind of shit on like late seventies, early eighties horror. That's like, they don't know how to light stuff. Right. And it's so dark. You can't see anything. And I just shit on those movies. Mm -hmm. I call them like garbage chair. I forget what I call them. But for some reason, this I mean, it certainly yeah, has yeah. moments where it falls into that easily. And with the grain and everything, it's like uh, the night vision kind of stuff. It's like, mm, I'm still okay with it. <laughs> but those other movies uh, piss me off something yeah, fierce. Yeah, I mean, but it this looks like, like it's shot on a handheld camcorder because it's that, shot on a handheld camcorder. I, that has to be the difference because it's like it, it has to look not good because it has to. <laughs> Like if it looked like they were trying to like, I guess right. there was uh, that one scene where they're running. I think right before uh, she does the camera thing and her in up her up her nostrils, and they're all running from something. I yeah. guess there actually was something. I don't know if it was somebody dressed up or just some one of the other people on the crew that was off to the side, and they just didn't get them on film as they were running. Apparently, so. I, you know, it's better that they didn't because it's more natural, more real that it, it, the, the angles are shitty. The lighting is shitty. It's it's part of the whole the whole package. And if it had good angles and you saw what they were running from, it wouldn't be the same because you would know like they, they were aiming right. for that. They weren't running from it. They were trying to get it on, on the, you know, so certain things like that if you were in the woods and you were scared the if you were scared right. as fuck and running with the camcorder in the woods because you're there and and they kind of it kind of makes sense that you're using the light on the camcorder as your light as you're running mm -hmm. 
you're not going to get much. You're not. I'm, if I'm running from something, I'm not going to take the time to turn around and, and fucking <laughs> hold on a minute. Let me soft focus on your features so and I can scare myself later. It's something I think everybody is, you know, used to their cell phones and stuff now, to where you can look at it and you can walk around and film whole concerts and shit while you're there in the moment and everything. But back in the day, like you'd have like a big VHS camera or something, and like if you were moving with it, like sometimes you'd kind of get lost in reality a little bit and. I, like you you're the way you were trying to move it didn't line up with like what you were seeing it was some weird shit and i think mm-hmm. that that could play a part in the in the erratic movements too because it's like okay just run but you're like looking through this thing and then the night vision kind of stuff and it just leads to a whole like mess of problems of steady movement <laughs> So I admit, I, and I'm a, I'm quite a bit older than you. So, '99, I was well out of high school. I graduated in '92. Oh man, uh, <laughs> I feel it sometimes. But when I, when you picked Blair Watch, I kind of said, I kind of just thought, oh, okay, mm-hmm. the Blair Witch. But I, looking back. And and be even before I watched it this week, looking back, I wondered: is my opinion of the movie skewed by some of mm-hmm. the surround? So, mm-hmm. yes, I, I thought I thought the people that thought it was real, I thought they were kind of dumb. Right. Uh, then it got to be super like super popular. And then everyone kind of shit on it with the memes and the fucking snot bubble in the nose. Yeah. That, that close up of the and... selfie. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I kind of shit on this movie in my mind. And then when I went back to watch it this week, I was super, super surprised and super happy with it. I, I really thought, and I, everyone out there, all the rabble is like, of course, <laughs> fucking Hyatt loves every movie they watch. Uh, he gave the shortcut a positive rating, you know, but uh, I, I did. I, I really liked this a lot better than I remembered. Um, I didn't consider that, so I'm I'm intrigued. Did you watch the? Um, well, there was a. I think it was on the Sci-Fi Channel back in the day, but it was like unused footage. Kind of a lot of backstory stuff called Curse of the Blair Witch. Did you ever see that? I think it was on the DVDs and stuff too as a bonus feature later on when it came out on those. I I did not. I looked around for them online, but I didn't have I, the time or the inclination to put a whole lot into it. I but yeah, it was like um, thirty or side footage and a little bit of the movie stuff. Yeah, it's like as 30, a promotion, wasn't it? Thirty or forty minutes long. Um. In some ways, it's a better story than the movie because it like, oh, okay. Uh, I I remember because watching the DVD and being like, I kind of like this better than the movie. Watching it now, like they have like news footage and stuff, but it looks like so lame and and staged. Those like kind of shots mm. and certain uh, interviews with people on like like. Heather's College or somewhere. They're like, yeah, we knew we were, they were making a movie, blah, blah, Th- Those kind of shots look really just not good. 
Um, but it, it expands and goes into a lot of the backstory. Um, I, I, it's been a long time since I watched it. I didn't watch it for this either, but... Uh, if you were interested in knowing a little more about the OG project, <laughs> Blair Witch Project, check out Curse of the Blair Witch if you've not seen it. It'll give a, li a little bit more insight into some of the background stuff. The Rustin Parr and Ellie and all that. Uh, and some more uh, kind of interviews with the locals, I think, was in there. Which is, I really like that stuff in the in the main movie. Let's talk about that for a second. The, mm -hmm. I think that was kind of shot. The two guys that they meet that are fish. Those guys and the people in town, especially the the best one is the mm -hmm. woman. Um, they're talking to her. I forget what they even ask her, and she starts to talk about it. And she's holding her daughter, a little. Kid, I assume it's her daughter, and the, the kid starts putting her hand over the mom's mouth, being like, "Please don't talk about this." <laughs> it's so yeah, it's yeah, so good. Was... I, I wondered watching it if if the kid was an actress too, or if it was just a happy coincidence. I think that it, it worked was out just, so well, but it, I think it was just a coincidence. It really I, added a level yeah. of like, oh shit, you know, so, yeah. Because you know, like, She's like it's not real, and then she looks at the camera and goes, "It's real." Yes. <laughs> the the all, a lot of those the local people in the beginning were so good and really like lifted the movie up before it gets started because you know like me why what i was saying like going into it i i thought like you did like all these people are fucking dumb it's not real but you know seeing the beginning all those people the local people i was like oh shit this is i yeah they're it's still fake it's right <laughs> i started sort of getting a little bit of like i don't maybe it's not i don't know which is a, a weird sensation to have while you're watching a movie and be like, is this real? <laughs> I don't think it's ever happened yeah, it, with any other movie I've ever watched. So it's unique for just that. But, I mean, to watch it for now. Alien Autopsy. And then I was like, oh my God, this is real. <laughs> I think I just assumed that aliens have bodies made out of foam. I mean, you know, not of this earth. Who are we to judge? I know watching that as a kid, I was like, please let this be real. <laughs> and then by the end of it, I was like, I don't think that was real. <laughs> uh, so, uh, any other things you want to touch on for how it was made or the story of it? I mean, the story is, oh, is bare bones. I mean, like, you know, the Curse of the Blair Witch fills <laughs> out a lot of stuff. So, like I said, check that out if uh, you want some more backstory. And I'll get into some more kind of backstory ideas uh, a little bit later when we talk about some of the sequels. Or sequel and a re so, How are you going to talk about it? But Go ahead. Yeah. There are two theories with the first movie that that really don't work with season with the second movie and the third movie. But there's two theories, and I, I don't know if you've heard either one of these or if how how much stock you put into them, only looking at Blair Witch Project. Mm -hmm. But one theory is that Josh and Mike set up Heather so okay. they could take her into the woods and murder her. Intriguing. Um, the evidence for that theory is the map. Mm -hmm. 
I, I can't remember which one of them like crinkles it up and throws it on the ground, and the other one like throws it away into the river. Right. And so they they get rid of the fucking map on purpose, and Josh disappears. And you know, uh, he is an ex-lover of Heather's. Um, so that maybe there's something there. Um, Possibly. I mean, there's yeah, so that's no... one theory I heard. What's the other one? Uh, the other theory is that it was actually the townspeople oh. that you know they are interviewing people before they mm-hmm. go out to the woods. Right. And the townspeople followed them to the woods and have murdered them. Okay. And um, there's a couple lines of dialogue in the movie where they say, oh, you know, there's don't listen to the sounds that you're hearing at night. It's probably the fucking townspeople out here fucking with us. Hmm. I know they shot. Uh, so had I did not come across either of those before. I, watching, I forget what I was watching, uh, something uh, talking about just the ending of the movie and, you know, Mike in the corner, uh, how they showed it to test audiences and they weren't really, you know, like, you know, that's the one that was released and everybody that watches it now is like, what does that mean? <laughs> Are they dead? Did they die? What, right. is, what does standing in the corner mean? And I guess they reshot it after showing it to some test audiences, but they were able to like default back to it after I forget the exact circumstances that I heard about. But uh, I've heard some things saying it was the Rustin Parr dude that, you know, stole all the, kidnapped all, <laughs> stole the kids, is that the right phrase? Kidnapped all the children mm-hmm. and, you know, would make one stand in the corner. And it was, it wasn't a witch, it was just this guy, which I, I don't like that one either. I I think it's, it for some weird reason, I like it better not knowing exactly what the fuck was going on. It just makes it, like, mm-hmm. it, was it that? Was it this Ellie thing was, you know, and then the coffin rock thing is a whole My, different thing. There's so much backstory that is on the table to be expanded on. Yeah. I, my understanding of the, the test audience was that the studio made them film a different end and they filmed four different endings mm-hmm. and and left them all behind. But the test audiences said, well, I don't really understand it, but yeah. 19 out of 20 of them were, we're scared. scared. Yes. Yes. That's what it was. And, yep. and, and that was enough for the director. He was like, you yeah. know what? Fuck. I'm not trying to teach you anything. It's not about understanding. Yeah. If I made you scared, then I made a horror movie. And great idea. Well, there was, I know there was one where Mike, uh, is hanging like either he hung himself or somebody hung him. I know that was one. There was one um, where there's a bunch of like the stick figures all over the basement when she gets down there. Those are the two that I remember offhand. I forget what the other ones were. But I mean, those weren't aren't I, I bad. Like... But they're I, the one that was released is is the one in my opinion. I don't think you can really. Oh talk yeah, I I liked it. I liked it. I I liked it. They they allude to earlier. Uh, in the movie about how Russ and Parr would make one kid turn his back so he didn't have to witness what he put the other kid through. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I liked that. Uh, and, and it I, makes I you, like the ending they kept. Yeah. I mean, there's so much 
to it. it the, you know, when she's running around the house and you see those, you know, handprints, I think, I don't know if they're all over the house or just on the, like, the second floor or thereabouts, but you see, like, little kid handprints all over, and it's fucking weird mm-hmm. and it's creepy to just see, but I guess whoever, you know, is, uh, working on the movie. I don't know if it's the director's uh, kids or nephews or something or nieces, but you know, yeah, a few kids just put, actually putting their hands up on the wall and leaving their handprints. And I'm like, if I was a little kid and they maybe go into that abandoned house, I don't know if I'd think it was badass or if I would just be super afraid. <laughs> so I, that's what uh, I thought. Yeah, about. yeah, it's. <laughs> It's dirty. It's confusing. The layout inside the house is confusing as fuck. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll get maybe back. not so much in the Blair Witch Project as the Blair Witch. Yeah, later. I was gonna say uh, that and the video game. We'll talk about those here in a minute. But yeah, for sure, <laughs> confusing. Um, actually, is there any other things you want to touch on on this first? Blair Witch Project before we get to those, or should we go on to those? Um, uh, I'm ready to move on. I think uh, we'll, let's move on, and at the end, we'll maybe um, do you want to rate all of the movies at one time, or do you want to uh, rate them as a whole? Um, shit. The, the some of the some of the sequels may be getting uh, some lenient grades if we grade them as a whole, though. <laughs> uh, well, let's do let's do each of them when we get to the end. We'll see how that plays out. Okay. Well, let's move on to Blair Witch Two: Book of Shadows. Woo! And this one is a uh, shot so... in the forest without steady cams, <laughs> which is odd. No. Um, it's scripted. It's not found footage. There is in video video in the video. Um, God bless you. And there's boobies. Did you say boobies or movies? So boobies. Oh, boobies. I get tatas. Oh, I full disclosure did not watch Book of Shadows Chesticles. for this episode. <laughs> So, uh, please, uh, I watched Book of Shadows back when it was fairly new, not in the theater. I watched it on, like, HBO or Showtime or something, Mm -hmm. and once it was over, I was like, well, okay, that wasn't like the Blair Witch, so, okay, so, and that's all I've ever thought of it. So, I'm curious your thoughts on this movie. I have a theory, yeah, I have a theory that this was not... A Blair Witch movie. Oh. And after the success of Blair Witch, that it was, okay, how can we make this a Blair Witch movie? Intriguing. Uh, I know Blair Witch was, Blair Witch was 1999, Book of Shadows 2000. Mm. By far, Blair, Book of Shadows seems like a 90s movie more than Blair Witch does. I can see that from what I remember. Um, yeah. So. Huh. Um, let see. Book right. of Shadows. Uh, Book of Shadows opens with the premise that Blair Witch was just a movie and people are now visitors, like horror tourists, are now descending in mass on Burkittsville because of the Blair Witch craze, because of the Blair Witch movie. And um, 
they, the there are people taking advantage of these tourists to make some money. Uh, mm-hmm. So you have a, a ragtag group put together. You have the tour guide. You have the uh, witch who plays a stereotypical like, oh no, it's I'm a good magic witch uh, from the 90s. Right. Um, then you have the goth psychic girl um, and you have the husband and wife team that seem like total opposites so it's like okay how are you guys husband and wife you're (laughs) not like you know you have nothing in common um the coolest thing i I like i like book of shadows as a separate movie not as a blair witch movie Mm -hmm. um they did shoehorn some blair witch stuff in it would it have been better Um, with no blair witch references at all i think so i think Mm. so i think it okay i think if it I think without Blair Witch references, it's a solid middle of the pack '90s horror movie. Uh, it's got okay. fucking um, Marilyn Manson soundtrack. Um, it's but it's not bad. It's really not bad. They did a cool thing with Book of Shadows, so. If you if you go to the IMDP page, there is a long list of movie goofs with Book of Shadows, mm-hmm. but I, they're not actually goofs. And so I was kind of irritated with IMDb. Sorry, IMDb, <laughs> this is my first time being irritated with you for calling these out as goofs when they're really not goofs. There is intentional inconsistencies in the movie oh, really? that plays into that play into the plot of the movie. But that also, it's like a weird augmented reality game within the movie. There's one part where in the little warehouse that most of the movie takes place in, uh, the character walks in, the camera follows them in. There's a wall of little like walk lockers, like airport lockers. Mm -hmm. And there's just random locks on the lockers. But the camera does this 360 spin, and when it comes around the second time, the locks have moved into a very distinct pattern, and then it comes back know. around, and they're back to the... So, And there are a couple places with this, and I I couldn't remember it exactly. I don't have it on DVD. I, I admit I watched it on Hulu. I cheaped out. <sighs> oh, my. How's your... But I remember on the DVD <laughs> special edition that there was... Um, um, special things that kind of detailed like okay this is where you want to look for these things okay um i seem to recall so, something along that like i remember when you started talking about the lockers the locks i was like that sounds so familiar so i i vaguely remember a talk of of those kinds of things back in the day so but you like it, huh? I'm kind of, My, kind of. I guess I shouldn't be surprised. I, I, Everybody's like, Chris is an idiot. <laughs> of course, Dave likes it. <laughs> it's a good thing Chris didn't watch it. He gave him a two out, like of, it. Two out of what else twenty. <laughs> I, uh, My favorite character is. Or maybe not. Maybe even not even my favorite character. But I I really like Sheriff Cravens. Um, which is kind of a nod to Wes Craven, I think. 
Um, but there's a part where he's just, it, it's early in the movie and it's talking about like the, the horror tourists that have descended on Burkittsville. Mm-hmm. And he's just, there's a bunch of them walking into the woods and he's got a bullhorn and he's just like, God damn, get back in your goddamn cars. There ain't no fucking Blair Witch. And I, I remember that. I just love it. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I do remember that. Oh, wow. I forgot that it was, uh, that was and kind it, of the big, the premise was these tourists. I forgot that. I'm, yeah. I don't want to say even that I'm going to go back and watch it. By but, MTV's own Kurt Loader. Oh, it is, it is a true relic of the 90s. <laughs> goddamn Kurt Loader. <laughs> I'm Kurt Loder, and this is MTV News. Ugh. God damn, that is a name yes. I didn't think would ever yep. show up on this podcast, but here he is. Well, we're no, we know we are strictly in the '90s. If Matt Pinfield ever also shows up, then we have we have. Man, Matt Pinfield still has a show on the radio. I thought you were going to say on MTV. I'm gonna, I was like, how? <laughs> On the radio, I can okay. No, no. I mean, his show is about music. Therefore, is never be on MTV. Right. Because okay. MTV is not about music anymore. Matt Penfield had a cool voice. He had that like gravelly, like I'm Matt Penfield, kind of. I like Matt Penfield. Yeah. What? So I'm counting. Kurt Loder has 22 actor credits, and so uh, stay tuned in the fall <laughs> when we put out the Kurt Loder <laughs> podcast retrospective. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kurt Loder, a timeline. Oh, colon, a timeline. So let's talk yeah. next about Blair Witch. Is it, uh, yeah, it's just no the and no project, just Blair Witch uh, from five years ago, 2016, I want to say. Yes. 2016, a big gap between Blair Witch 2 yeah. and this one. Um, it and kind of ignores too. Yeah. Uh, I again I watched this one time I didn't watch it for this episode <laughs> slacker Chris that called me in school if the shoe fits uh, but there were certain things that I do remember and like we were talking about earlier I don't know if you want to get into it just yet but like confusion on the layout of certain things <laughs> and I think that it, it was yeah, so it um, was kind of on purpose to a degree in certain parts certain parts I may, maybe not but uh, yeah so Blair Witch is back to is still scripted but yeah. it's back to that found footage style it has a better um, look, I think. It's the biggest budget of all of them. Yeah. Which reminded oh, me of the yeah, Cabin yeah. reminded me of Cabin Fever remake in a way because of that it's like well, let's throw some more money at it. I mean, it's not a a remake remake of of the Blair Witch project, but I mean I, I by the way, I've seen a lot well, of people no, it, on Twitter it, talking about people that call it a remake and not a reboot or vice versa or don't know what they're talking about. It's like eh, semantics. Call it whatever you want. It's a sequel. No, it, I, I'm firmly in the Blair Witch as a sequel to the first movie. You need to throw out the second movie. Oh, that's even but on it's the... It's a sequel because the main character is in the woods because he's searching for Heather, who is his sister. Oh, I forgot about that. Even on the wiki on the wiki page, it says the third film in the Blair Witch series and a direct sequel to the 1999 film. I'll be, yeah. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah. 
but continue, it's continue. Very, it's very much more slick looking. It's yeah, you know, it doesn't look as authentic because it's so slick. I think uh, that's probably where my problem. So good looking. Yeah, I think that's where my problems arise with it. It's like you need something to. I guess, I guess we should shoot something on your phone. Like that's probably what they should have done. Is everybody gets like an iPhone, mm -hmm. whatever iPhone was new in 2016. It's like we got a bunch of, we got four actors. Here's four iPhones. Let's make a movie. And it probably would have came across more in line, I think. With, but I mean, still, the well, picture was so it good. For the first time. Yeah, well, I mean the iPhone cameras are fucking phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it um, blows away the 1999 shit they were using. But yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Right. It, in some ways, it blows away what the top-notch cameras in the 80s and 90s yeah. were. Yeah. On your fucking cell phones. I mean, they they the the iPhone camera, and I'm not a fucking iPhone stand. I've got a Samsung, and I don't have any intention to trade up. But the iPhone cameras are fucking beautiful. So hashtag not a sponsor. <laughs> uh, hashtag if there's ever a zombie uprising of the recently dead, I am flying to California so I can kill Steve Jobs. I am uh, right there with you. I hate it. iTunes is the worst <laughs> abomination of all time. I stand by it. I'll stand by it till Steve Jobs kills me. Zombie Steve Jobs comes back. I'll fight him till I die. <laughs> I'm killing him. So uh, I got I got you back. Uh, um, I do have. I had never watched it. I had never watched the 2016 Blair Witch until uh, until, until this, this week. Uh, okay. So yes. what are your? Yes. How do you feel about this one? Um, my first first impression is there's the slickness. Yeah. And it's especially manifested manifested with the main character James. I think he's supposed to be handsome, <laughs> but he just comes off as slick to me, and it, it's—he's very off-putting to me. Like I, I think your your main character should be a little sympathetic, and he's got a sympathetic story. He just looks too fucking slick to me, to for me to feel sorry for this guy in any way. Oh, he. <laughs> He reminded me uh, anybody that played Call of Duty and like followed like the the dev people and stuff online back in the day, like around Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare Two, and all. There, there was a guy that worked for them and was like their community manager at the time, and he's kind of famous for having uh, his. They had a they used to have uh, COD XP events, and it was a big deal. Everybody's like, shut up about Call of Duty, Chris. I understand, but hold on. He came out and. Everybody hated Last Stand in, in Black Ops, Modern Warfare 2. He comes out at the Codex Pay and he's like, fuck you, Last Stand. This guy looks just like James, Alan McCune. <laughs> so the, I, I, you reminded oh me, watching okay. the Blair Witch the whole time, I'm like, this guy reminds me of that fucking guy that said Last Stand was out and then they made it worse. <laughs> and then he had to go into hiding. It's... The best I can say is it's it's a very punchable face. Ah, this guy. Like I, I'm not a violent guy, and I wouldn't feel bad if I punched this guy in the face. I'd just be like, uh, I mean, I just point to uh, Dave. Do you have anything to say to, uh, in front of the court? And I just point to him and be like, look at him. It's a punchable face. 
Am I going to get in a variety of or like actor James Allen McCune has filed restraining orders against the podcast? His restraining order is co-signed by Sarah Jessica Parker and Charles Band. <laughs> also Steve Fuck Buscemi. Them too. Fuck them. No, Steve, I have a feeling Steve Buscemi likes his references. And Charles Band is trying to find a way to turn our shitting on him into a fucking movie right now. He's like, how can I fucking profit from this? Shamelessly. Shamelessly. Complete. No. Charles Band is making it, is trying to figure out how he can steal food from homeless orphans and turn it into a fucking movie. Uh, Fuck I'm, you, Charles Band. Yes. Hashtag... Agreed. Hashtag agree. I have um, had too many of these Bud Lights. Continue, continue, continue. No such thing. So, James, is Lisa his girlfriend or just a friend? I I don't know. I thought there was a love interest there, and then I, then I think James is just too big of a fucking turd <laughs> to realize, and Lisa's not bad looking. Oh, uh, I um, Then he's got his friend, Peter and Ashley... Let me tell you, um, I was so excited when you meet the other two, Lane and Talia, and not for Lane, but for Talia, <laughs> when purple hair lady shows up. She is from The Following with Kevin Bacon, oh. and it made it it made my day to see her in something else because she's she you know she's not. She's not got a very big role in this. I mean, it's it's there. Right. Um, but she's so good in the following that it, it elevated my love of this movie. I, I love is go. a strong word here. It elevated this movie for me, having her in it, because I, I enjoy her so much. That being said, her death in this movie, spoiler alert, <laughs> is highly unsatisfying. Right. It's been five years, so it's well, fair. It's fair. It's fair game. I think five years is perfect. That's the cutoff. Uh, so let's get to let's talk about the house and kind of like backtracking and nothing, like what we were mm -hmm. saying earlier. Like it doesn't make sense. It also, you know, what you're saying uh, Book of Shadows. Also, this one. Also, the Blair Witch video game has that which uh, I'll talk about here in a minute. Um, a lot of, like, it, 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 this is impossible. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. We're going this direction. How does, how, do, how, how? It's a, you can't. With it, and I think. When they first walk into the house in this one, the par house, they walk, when they first walk in, you walk into the front door and you're in a fucking closet with six doors. How, <laughs> who designed this fucking house? Right. And the game shares it's that not, with it. It's it has to be by yeah, by you design. Walk in and, it has to be. I I don't. It's fucking weird. And then there's the, yeah the trap doors and basements and a fucking tunnel. Which um, what did you think of the tunnel scene? I can't remember it in the house. <laughs> You don't remember? I don't remember. It's um, Lisa. Lisa has fallen to the lowest level of the house, and she's 
crawling through a tunnel trying to escape because she's at it closing like in, in a on her pit. It's getting more narrow. And okay. I've read that behind the scenes they they measured her to the tunnel oh, no. and then at one point narrowed it from there. Don't like. But she probably still could get through, but to make her being stuck mm-hmm. look real, they had two crew members behind her holding her back as she tried to like shimmy through. That would have gave me and such And then there was one in front of her filming. That would have gave me such problems in real life. <laughs> It gave, me it gave me problems watching it. Yeah, we're going to have to do The Descent just for yeah, the oh, yes, first yes. half of that movie. But, uh... Yes. It gave, me, it gave me issues watching it. I was claustrophobic. <laughs> I thought... I mean, so, again, at no point did I think this movie was real. And yet I'm watching it thinking, no. What if they can't get her out and she fucking just starves to death down there? That's... Or suffocates, or... No. I can't do that. I, I, I'm not afraid of much, but that claustrophobia, man, I can't do. That's that's crazy. I there is. Uh, I need to actually go back and watch this after playing the video game because I think there's, especially the house and stuff. There are certain things that go into this link to this movie because you're talking about. You know, trap doors in the basement, that's a thing in the game, you know, under underneath of the house and all that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I want to say that, uh, was there a part, did uh, the, video ca- the, the video cameras in the movie, uh, they were at a campsite, did, like rewinding it or something mm-hmm. and like altered what was going on or something? Is that a thing in the movie? Or no. That's so in Book of Shadows. There's a lot more of that where because that's in the game, the, and I was trying to remember if that was in the, the cameras. The, the videos in in Book of Shadows. There's a part where the videotapes all disappear, get disappear, but they find them, mm-hmm. but nobody can remember like what happened the night before. They just woke up, and mm-hmm. the couple was writing a book. And the pages of the book are all shredded, and the videotapes oh. are all missing. Well, they find the videotapes. They go back to the warehouse to try to watch it and figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. And there's a part where when they're just watching the video, it skips ahead like three hours. So they tell him, they figure out he has to watch it backwards. So when they watch it backwards, it shows what happened. Okay. And... Um, that time fills in, so there's that. Oh, there is okay. a, there is cameras that they set up the cameras at the campsite. Um, it doesn't come into as much play as you would think. Okay. The that drone, because they, they have the drone, it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't play as big a part as you think they could do with it. So the. The camera in the video game. So the video game, uh, I talked about it in season one on some episode, I forget, but I finally finished it for this. Uh, you have, At one point in the game, you pick up a video camera, and at, at first, you know, I, it feels so far removed kind of from the Blair Witch in a way, but I mean, you're out in the woods, and they do the, they do the woods really good in the game. Um, and it has this thing where, like, if you can somehow start going off in a direction. You're like, I'm just going to keep going this way. It can loop you back around and you don't notice it till you're, 
come across this landmark for the second time and you're like motherfucker how it's it's really good the way they do it and there's uh so you get the camera and there's a mechanic in the game where like um say there's something you need to use and like okay like the like a paper is shredded like you're saying in book shadows you would rewind the the film the little ca the tape that you found to where the paper wasn't ripped up and then you look at, at it again and it's not ripped up anymore in your reality so that's kind of a thing they lean on oh, for wow. puzzles and stuff in the game and it, it actually works pretty good um okay and the like there's some like tunnel things you have a dog in the game who's it kind of eases the horror of it of the isolation kind of bit of it because there's parts where you, he's not with you and you're like where's my fucking dog <laughs> And it, it, I, there's a couple different endings. I didn't get a good ending. I guess kind of by default, you don't get a good ending. You have to like really go out of your way to get a good ending, which is kind of lame. Um, but overall, pretty not pretty not bad. I'm not super into horror games. They just are usually, they're just not kind of my deal, typically. But this one was not bad. I enjoyed it. Uh, the ending was so bloated. Like we were talking, you know, you get into the house and the Rustin Parr house, and it's just goes on forever. <laughs> like James is running from, or is he running from the Blair Witch? And that, that's another thing we didn't talk about. They sh yeah. they show her. I mean, I guess they can kind of say that yes. it wasn't truly her. That's just her projecting, you know, an image or something or whatever. But you know, he sees something. And uh, they they kind of do that in this, but in the game, but not so much to where you're like, oh, that's the Blair Witch. It's just a, another person that's maybe like, I wouldn't say, even say possessed, but like, I don't know, something like that. Uh, but you're in this house and it just goes on forever, ever. It's it's such a bloated part of the game. It's, I think, the worst part of the game just because it's so long. But you're in this house and the backstory of your character and all this, and it just goes forever and so many different things. Um, but if you like horror, I guess it's got kind of mixed reviews. But I liked it. I thought it was pretty pretty okay. The ending, just be prepared. It's kind of bloated. And the ending itself is... It's like, hey, you beat the game. It's kind of like, hey, you beat the game. Your friend's dead. You're dead. That's not what happens. But, you know, kind of like the old Friday the 13th NES game. You're dead. Your friends are dead. Game over. <laughs> Just move on. Yeah, like it uh, ends and there's some cold. text things, and you're like, well, okay. <laughs> but it does have some things, I think, in I'm common not. with uh, the Blair Witch movie, which is cool that I kind of forgot about. So, intriguing. Check it out. Is it worth playing? Is it worth playing? Um, yeah, I mean, if you like, if you're like super into horror games. Maybe not. I'm not, but I love horror. It's it's a weird thing. Like I think people that mm -hmm. don't like horror like these other kinds of horror games, but people that do like horror like these other games. And I think maybe that's where I fall in because you know, like this for the Friday the Thirteenth game to harp on that for just a second is trash. It's so jank, but I love it because. Jason is supposed to be overpowered, so when he's coming for you, he's got powers that aren't even Jason-like. He can teleport and shit, which I kind—I get. He's got to get from point A to point B real fast to make it exciting. But 
It just is weird. But anyway, like he should be overpowered and it should be hard to survive and things like that. I like that. It definitely is. So it definitely is. Uh, yeah, I would I would check it out if you can get okay. it for cheap. Uh, okay. it, it is a good little time. It's not it's not super long. Also a good thing for a horror game, I think. But like I said, the ending. So yeah, I mean, no matter what the horror game is, I feel like if it was long, they start repeating elements. They no longer become scary. Yeah, and I think with a lot of horror games too, it's like a lot of them do get the atmosphere, the look of, of stuff pretty good, I think. But then they get to where it's just like the way we're going to scare you is just jump scares, and I'm just like, I'm I'm okay with jump scares, but if that's all you're doing, I'm not super into it. And so mm-hmm. I think that's where some, this, this does not fall into that for me. So, eh, you know, check it out. Any other things that you want to go over before we rate these bad boys? Um, no, I think that covers it. Uh, all in all, a decent series. Um, you know, if there was anything, I take away from the Blair Witch series, it is simply why in the fuck would anyone want to go camping in the woods? <laughs> right. That's it. Oh, shit. That's, that's the whole thing. I forgot one I thing. I grew up camping. I forgot one thing right. before we get to the ratings, and it's about the, the, uh, the I, I guess reboot is the right word, or real sequel. Uh, the 2016 movie. So I watched it, right? I think I've told you this story before, mm-hmm. but I'm going to put it out there on the internet for prosperity. Watched it, right? I was kind of eh about it and went outside to smoke a cigarette afterwards. And I was on Twitter or Facebook or something. And I was typing like, just watched Blair Witch, meh, <laughs> or something like not, not super good, not super great. Didn't blow my socks off. And before I could push the send button or post button or tweet it or whatever I was on, there were crickets outside, right? And it was kind of a lively night. Um, it was like the dead of night. Mm-hmm. It was like two or three in the morning. As I go to push the button to submit this idea, this review of the movie, everything just went dead fucking silent, like so dead silent that you notice it. And I just remember like looking straight up and like looking side to side being like, what the fuck just happened? And like nothing like raised another sound. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's so weird. And so I put my cigarette out and ran inside. I was like, fuck that. And then I never posted the fucking tweet. <laughs> I was like, never mind. It's fine. That movie's okay. <laughs> I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> and so that the, actually. The, the witch knew you were getting ready to Yeah. It, it, it oh, actually raised name? my Ellie, opinion of it. Ellie Katie? Uh, Kedworth. Ked- Kedward. Kedward. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I had to. I had to tell so that she, story before. She knew that. you were getting ready to tweet, and she's like, yeah. "No, I must stop him." <laughs> it was so weird. I grew up. I grew up camping, man. I grew up camping. Uh, we would camp, especially during the summer months with with the fam. We'd camp every weekend. Mm-hmm. If I wasn't camping with my family, I was camping with the Boy Scouts at least once a month. Uh, two weeks summer camp during the year. Sometimes I would do Boy Scout summer camp, and then CYO camp. Uh, we camped out of a canoe for two weeks straight in the boundary waters between Minnesota and Canada. I grew up camping mm-hmm. and, you know, 
you watch these movies and it's like no <laughs> no Bad haven't idea. we learned anything from Friday the 13th and Sleepaway Camp and Hole in the Ground and Cabin Fever and The Ritual and Ernest Goes to Camp <laughs> you know they're no agreed no agreed so let's let's what do you what do you rate we'll leave the Blair Witch Project for last since that's the the big mama of them all uh I'll rate the game real quick I'll give it uh six and a half out of ten there's my rating for the game what do you rate uh Book of Shadows where does that sit for you um, so Book of Shadows, like I said, if, if you if you take the Blair Witch out of it, it's a it's better upper middle of, of the pack '90s movie. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean you got to change some things, uh, you know, to make it make sense. Maybe yeah, it's a it's cool for the AR kind of clues and games in in movie that is in there. Um, so there, I think that movies that do things different always get a bump for me because you're trying something different even if you right. kind of fail at it you're trying something different yeah so i'm going to say book of shadows is um a seven for me okay and where do you rate blair witch 2016 the new sequel um It's not as good as the original um, because it's just too slick. Right. It's not. And punchable face. And punchable face. (laughs) How many points does it lose for that? I mean, mean, that's a a full half point loss right there. Damn. And maybe a a second half point because no one in the movie punches him in his face, (laughs) which makes it unbelievable. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shit on the new one. I think I'm gonna say a six and a half or six. I definitely like Book of Shadows better. I'm gonna say six. Six is that your lowest one this season? I think probably. That might be in line with my shortcut rating. I'd have to look back. Oh wow. I can't remember Book of Shadows so good, and I really can't remember Blair Witch 2016 so good. So I will just mirror your ratings. I'll leave. I'll leave. Those will be the whorehouse ratings for those. Okay. Uh, okay. Give us your Blair Witch. Blair Witch Project 1999. Where does that one hit on the one to ten for you? Uh, first, let me just. Let the rabble know how dumb I am. I just typed three times in a row as I'm typing for these ratings, Blair with instead of Blair Witch. <laughs> so, um, yes, I'm there. Oh, my um, God. I Blair wonder if Witch there was Project. a girl in, in anybody's high school in the late 90s who had to put up with the Blair Width jokes. <laughs> right. There goes Probably. Blair, the, the, the Blair Width. Jesus. Oh, man. Um, Poor girl. <laughs> Put your rating. If I, if, I hadn't re, if I hadn't rewatched Blair Witch Project this week, uh-huh. I might be sitting at a six today. But now you're at a having four. Having watched it this week, having which, watched it this week, 
and remembering how good it is and and take and taking the time to remember how groundbreaking it was at the time i mean mm-hmm. not, obviously not the first found footage movie don't hit us up on the socials and tell me you're dumbass it's not the first found footage movie it's not but it definitely kicked off yeah. an era of found footage a quarantine um everything you know, that followed it really it had to be yeah and some did it well and some did it poorly some, mostly did it poorly yeah yeah um but remembering all of that I'm going to give the original Blair Witch Project that I and I because I watched it this week. So everything that went into the research for this week, I'm going to give it. It's still pretty plain. It's still mostly just a lot of sound in the woods and running and shaking. That that yeah. the acting I thought was pretty good. It's especially when you consider there's it's not scripted. There's a lot of improv here, but the movie itself. I'm going to give an, a 7.5. Okay. But that's, okay. A, that's a full point and a half more than I would have given it if I hadn't. Right. If, if someone just on the street like pulled a gun on me, like, a scale of 1 to 10, where's the Blair Witch Project for you? I'm like, six! <laughs> Go, reading it, taking the time, not my lizard brain, my mammalian brain getting a chance to read it or watch it and digest it 7.5. Right. So for me, I I thought, yeah, I I had to think. I was like, man, do you factor in the, you know, the the time and you know what it, you know, kind of the the whole vibe and mystique of it, the word of mouth and the internet buzz and everything that it created, the marketing for it. Mm -hmm. Does that Mm -hmm. play a part in a rating? And in this instance, how do you, I think, how do you separate a movie from those things? Yeah, I think in this instance, at least it has to, because I mean, it was mm-hmm. like I said, I, there were three horror movies that I had heard any buzz about when I was in school, mm-hmm. and this was mm-hmm. the biggest one of them by far. And I mean, and like I said, I saw a thing on MTV like a year before it came out or so, and the buzz just was crazy. I don't think there's ever been buzz for a horror movie like that since. And there may never ever be to, to the degree that it was. But I mean, you take that into account. Maybe and, Halloween. Uh, Maybe the reboot of Halloween. Oh, you think so? Maybe. I, don't know. I, can't I mean, uh, at least maybe not because Blair Witch touched people who weren't horror fans. Either. Yeah, I think I think that's probably but maybe exactly it's not that. because of that. Yeah, because I was in my high school art class, which was me and like five girls, and they were all enamored, like being like, "Oh, that's real." My aunt Martha, her her nephew's brother, is lost in the woods in Burgessville, Maryland. <laughs> shit like that it's like and I, you know it's so it's it's just fun it's just fun to hear people and that don't know years later about. she grew up and changed her name to karen <laughs> uh, so for so, me so what's your rating give uh, us the number i had i feel like i st- i don't know i feel like i'm still rating it a little higher than i maybe should 
I feel like I am biased with it for some reason. I don't know why. I think just because of the buzz and it's the only we one did. I got to. Yeah. We yeah. So I'm giving Blair Witch Project 1999 an eight out of ten, which ooh. Ooh. it ain't it ain't topping Bud the Chud any day soon, but it's up there. It's up there. This uh, might be the first time you rated higher than I did. I think you're. I think so. I'm surprised. Or did that you for Bud the Chud? Oh yeah, I for sure did. <laughs> but you rated you actually rated Bud the Chud higher than I thought was possible, so that was cool. Um, we, it was it's it's the perfect that's the perfect type of movie for me. We actually have. Uh, I changed my mind for a second, but then I went back and rechanged it to what it was originally. We have another found footage movie coming up in just a few weeks. Uh, I'll leave it a, a slight surprise for when that happens. Uh, nothing like the Blair Witch, but maybe something like it, but not really. But kind of, but no. <laughs> so stay tuned in, uh, uh, what is that, like three weeks? That's three weeks? Something something else. Perfectly found footage. clear. You, may, you made that perfectly clear. So, um, But next week uh, is going to be a little uh, sidetrack again from the movies. So stick around. Uh, if you liked our cryptids episode from two weeks ago, which why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Jeez, jeez. What are you savages? That was great. That's a great episode, Dave. They know. They, the the people out there know. They know. But, uh, I learned a lot. It was weird to do reading for an episode, like real reading more so than watching and things. You know, <laughs> yes, yes. But there's one thing I'm certain of, and that's people tune into the podcast to learn. Oh, so I need to change it from entertainment to educational is what I think I should do then. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is educational. <laughs> But people are like, my brain is a baby bird. Please feed it. And they, they squawk. Well, stay tuned for next week and you shall uh, learn some things about horror adjacent uh, topic. I'll leave it a secret. So you have to come mm -hmm. back next week to find out what it is. And uh, it's in line with cryptids, but not really, but kind of, sort of. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Same same horror time, same horror channel. Any closing remarks, Dave? Peace out and Ooh. Don't don't let the door hit I you. I know none of these remarks of what you speak. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>